0: Hello, you people. Hello. Hello, you people. Yeah. And welcome to the latest episode of the Motley Soup Podcast. I'm Nate.
1: And I am
0: here. And you, and you are here. And I am here. Yeah, you just can't, just can't, can you? Just I can't keep with my tradition of a of, 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 of an intro.
1: Apparently, you can't, you can't even say I the can't.
0: Bleep, 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 bleep.
1: You just can't.
0: <laughs> this time around. You're going to surprise me with something. I am. And I'm going to surprise you with something.
1: Okay.
0: I've got stuff, but this episode of the show, for me, I don't have anything that isn't a little disturbing. This is going to be a disturbing edition of the Motley Soup Podcast.
1: Cool. So, all right. But yeah. I want
0: you to start. You want you me to
1: you start? You had something
0: over there you were all intrigued by.
1: I mean, I've got several things to talk about. Oh, goody. I know, right?
0: Well, we haven't done a show in a while, so I guess we've been banking shit, yeah, you know.
1: I guess I mean, it hasn't been that long. We've definitely had longer stretches. We
0: have. It's been about a month. Has about it already 20 been twenty something days? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Already. Already.
1: All right. Well, Jesus. All right. We're See, sorry. You want me to get started, right? Yep. All right. So this story intrigued me because it was shared by one of our local, um, like the Fort Wayne. A radio station mm-hmm. and it's out of Corbin, Kentucky. I thought oh
0: well all right the old
1: stomping grounds has shown up on Fort Wayne News. Let's see what that's all about. <laughs> so this article is from Lex 18 and it is a case involving a Corbin woman who allegedly stabbed her cousin because of an argument. Over a sex toy.
0: Oh oh no. I
1: know, right? the, uh, oh the whole headline was case oh involving corporate woman who allegedly stabbed cousin cousin after a sex toy dispute and now going to jury. <laughs> Grand jury. <laughs> Woo! Lordy. Could you imagine
0: Stabbing somebody over a French tickler? A,
1: a cousin. <laughs> not not just a someone. Yeah, I know. A, a, cousin, a cousin. A cousin. Oof. So, Got heated in
0: that trailer, didn't yeah. it?
1: So, Denham is charged with second-degree assault, second-degree disorderly conduct, menacing and resisting arrest, according to the arrest citation of an officer that was dispatched, we'll leave this guy's name out, on October 23rd in reference to a stabbing. It states Denham called 911 stating she stabbed her cousin, which was, um we'll just say Barton, who is also her neighbor. So, it's her cousin and her neighbor. And the whole dispute was... That she <laughs> she um she borrowed the sex toy. Oh god, yeah, uh, and he wanted it back. Uh, uh, he she borrowed a sex toy from her cousin and wanted it back.
0: How does that between two cousins even come up in a conversation?
1: I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah, she borrowed it and he wanted it back. <laughs> oof, oof, so yeah.
0: I was trying to think of a joke. I was.
1: Try- I could see. <laughs> I, was- I saw the wheels of moving, waiting.
0: I was trying to think of a way to work, work vibration in there somewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, had a penetration. So, well, boy, oh boy, they got it. They got it going on down there in Corbin, whatever yeah. it is. It's I, going.
1: I just thought, wow, what a thing to make it on a local, like one of our local news places. Mm. So yeah, great. Yeah. Holy
0: moly! Yeah, there was
1: no way I was commenting on that one. Hey, that's we'll stomp grounds. There's no way, absolutely not. But I'll just tell my I'll, I'll tell my listeners. Yeah, no, I I can't imagine a scenario where I would ever ask to borrow borrow I, from anybody, especially a family member. Right. A sex toy. Yes. I can't think of any good scenario what, when that would ever happen. Like, look,
0: I was snooping through your drawers the other day, and I and...
1: noticed you had that fancy one. Yeah. You know, the electric one, not the battery operated <laughs> one. <laughs> you know, it had a couple knots in it. That sounded like fun. So I thought, I, you know, I'd, can I borrow that? Is yeah. that cool? Pretty cool. Starts with, that?
0: with a pull string. <laughs> Is it
1: machine washable? Uh. Because I could just throw it in the dishwasher and good as new, right?
0: <laughs> Cascade it. Whew. Cascade it. Huh. This, Good. this
1: story cascaded. Good
0: Lord. Oof. I picture them fighting on the yard, too.
1: I, oh, yeah. Um, she, she was on his property or something, if I read it correctly. So. Yeah, yeah. This,
0: this kind of thing has to happen on the yard. Of course, In, she was
1: removed by ambulance, but his injuries weren't significant <laughs> enough to merit a doctor visit.
0: Oh.
1: Can you imagine? I can't. Get off my yard. I want my toy back.
0: <laughs> yeah, give me my toy back. Can, hey, listen. That
1: is some... Habil shit
0: boy oh boy
1: but yeah that that story doesn't end with well I guess that story's over but th- these stories do not end with just Kentucky we're, we're gonna hit nationwide but first I want you to hit me with your story
0: Oh nationwide
1: So then we're gonna go nationwide here in the next one
0: All right so my next my next thing here is I found this on uh, ranker.com. These are the another blah, blah blah. The article is essentially not so fun facts that have us not feeling so great. Here's your world, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know the TSA has a ninety five percent failure rate finding weapons?
1: Wow, that's a high rate <laughs> of missing yeah. weapons. Yep. But they'll get you for that bottle of shampoo. Yeah, it's too big.
0: Uh, that's right. Those folks who harass you for the forgotten granola bar at the bottom of your backpack are the same ones who seemingly don't know what real contraband looks like. These weapons include fake bombs and guns and were hidden. Oh, this was an undercover thing. They they did an undercover thing. Sorry. Like a mystery shop thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the weapons include fake bombs, guns. They were hidden in super secret places like being taped to the back of... Uh, one undercover agent, while the 95% re- failure rate was shockingly high, it's unfortunately par for the course for the TSA, which has continually failed to detect weapons in undercover investigations.
1: I thoroughly enjoy that. So, lot. isn't so, that
0: unsettling? Right.
1: So, what you're saying is I can hide my granola bar in a clip.
0: Yes. And nobody
1: would detect it. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, the next time you're going to fly, just keep that in mind. So,
1: yeah, my, my hairspray can won't make it. <laughs> But my but your, my AK your gun will. will, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, Super. Yeah, that's really reassuring. I love that.
0: <laughs> Thank you for flying with Southwest Airlines.
1: Hope you're packing.
0: <laughs> the United States has six missing nuclear missiles. <laughs> Isn't that unsettling? <laughs> I
1: shouldn't laugh, but I didn't see that coming. <laughs> How do you misplace a vacuum missile? Let's
0: find out. How
1: do you misplace a missile? Like six I, of them. So not, you're right. Not even one. Six of them. Like, are they so buried so deep that they can't find them? Or are they just not big missiles?
0: Broken arrow is a term that <laughs> refers to accidents with nuclear missiles. <laughs> This could include. They have ac- a
1: name for that. <laughs> they do. No, they, that's how often this shit happens. Is they named this, it?
0: This could include accident and <laughs> accidental detonation, no. theft, theft, or simply uh, misplacing the terribly deadly nuclear Ugh. warhead. Uh, since Fat Man and Little Boy were developed in World War II, thirty-two broken arrow is- incidents have occurred.
1: Thirty-two of them.
0: Many took place in or over the ocean, and some around military bases. Ugh. However, there are still six weapons completely unaccounted for. It's now been 71 years since the oldest one was listed as missing. A bomb was dropped somewhere over the Pacific Ocean in 1950, yet never detonated when the flight crew dropped it. Great. In 1956, two nuclear cores went missing when the aircraft transporting them failed to show up at its rendezvous point. Another bomb was dropped over the Savannah River in Georgia. One was lost near Goldboro, North Carolina, and two more disappeared in the ocean. These six missing American nuclear weapons are nothing compared to the hundreds of former Soviet Union nuclear weapons that are still unaccounted for today, some of which were actually stolen. So, Holy isn't that... crap. <laughs> isn't that unsettling? So, not
1: only do we have, to have a concern for our marine life, for our six missing, but the hundred and odd stolen ones... Wow! Yeah, wow!
0: Isn't that a hoot?
1: Yeah, we know what we should do. We should send uh, Miss Dunham out there to, to negotiate. Who? I want, I want my missiles back.
0: Oh, 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 I forgot the name. (laughs) You actually told me this one the other day, but this is in this article. Chainsaws were originally invented to assist with childbirth.
1: Yes, I was actually going to talk about that on my other podcast, but I still have that article pulled up, so let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah, do it. Keep going.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I thought you were going to go to your article.
1: I am pulling it up right now.
0: Chainsaws were originally invented to cut through not wood or shrubs, but human bone. Yep. Before birth by C-section was an option, doctors and midwives had very few options if a baby got stuck during labor. To remedy this, they might cut open the mother's pelvis with a sharp knife, but often that took too much time. So in 1780, a pair of Scottish doctors invented a specialized saw to assist with what is referred to as a... I'm going to butcher this... Symphis simphysianotomy
1: you know,
0: sure I, yeah fortunately the 18th century chainsaw was not the gas-powered monster we see today uh-uh. but was operated by a hand crank and was about 12 inches in length it looks
1: like a big knife with like what would you call that like a, a pencil sharpener yeah like mm-hmm. thing you know like the old school's pencil sharpeners yeah, like
0: a crank handle so yeah.
1: remind them what year
0: That was was created. Let's see, that was 1780.
1: Okay. 1780, right? Mm -hmm. It was used to crack open pelvic bone to help women with a cesarean. Correct. I want to put into your head right now that anesthesia wasn't created until 1846. So put that into your mind. Nearly a hundred years later, anesthesia was finally, you know, thought up by a dentist.
0: Thank God you live today, ladies. (laughs) I'm just saying, Lord have mercy. Lord
1: have mercy. So yeah, I just thought I'd put that into your mind. But yeah, if we can expound a little bit more on that, but on my other podcast. Okay. So, which is? the I don't know. Criminal Wine. Criminal I Wine. had a moment. I'm like, wait, I'm losing track of my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that one would be Criminal Wine, which I haven't done a lot, one in many, 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 many moons. Many, many moons. So I need to bring that back to life.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: To, I've just been either busy or just forget, and I'm like, crap! I had an article I want to talk about. I'm like, Can't, I got to go to bed now because I got to get up in the morning.
0: Gotta bring your? You've got to bring your your podcast about death back to life. I,
1: it's 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 um it's flatlining. You know that's what it is. It's <laughs> flatlining because I haven't I haven't given it any attention.
0: This week, the case of when Kendall murdered her own podcast.
1: I murdered my own podcast. Yes, my own podcast about murders <laughs> and odd oddball crazy.
0: You murdered the bum.
1: Yeah, I might need that little crank to help you know <laughs> oh. crack open my brain to get some stories out of there. So,
0: well, how about this one? Okay, this is fun. Mongols launched plague-infected bodies to attack cities. So, in other words, you
1: said Mongols, right? Yes. Can you tell me what a Mongol is?
0: Uh, they're like they were like uh, the that I don't know the uh, early. Mongolians. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, I don't know a
1: Mongol (laughs) is.
0: Yes. Using advanced technology, the Mongols launched bodies of those known to have been infected with plague bacteria into cities under siege. Some scientists and historians even believe that the use of this biological warfare during the siege of Kaffa in modern-day Ukraine is what brought the deadly bubonic plague to Europe. So there's another disturbing that's disturbing fun. thing there yeah am trying to see if i have any more here my uh my deal keeps crashing keeps crashing on me uh was that the only other one that i thought was i mean everybody already knows this summer some tumors grow teeth and hair yes they yeah, do you yeah you ever seen pictures of that that's I pretty have. disturbing yeah um and i think that that Oh, there is a wasp that hunts spiders. I knew that. Isn't that intimidating? That's
1: very intimidating. (laughs) They're bastards anyway. I hate anything that stings like that. Forget it. I'm over it.
0: So that was all that I had for that article.
1: Okay. Well, then what I'll do is I will... uh, I will... Drop this into your head, because it actually it almost unsettled me. And as I, I just discovered it, that's why I'm like, "Hey, let's start recording," because I have this great story. And it just, I was, I'm almost perplexed, and I don't even know what to say about it. So you know those those commercials that we see on TV about like these poor kids in these third world countries, and we're supposed to donate a, you know, ten cents a day to mm, help for the price
0: of a cup of coffee. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You
1: know. You know. We see those all the time on TV. <clears throat> Did you know that they also have those commercials in countries like China and Germany and Slovenia? Really? Really. But but it's not the poor little, you know, emaciated children in Africa. It's the United States. There is a camp that I looked it up. I made sure it was legitimate and it is an actual thing. It is called Great Nations Eat and it is a campaign to feed America. What and, 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 okay, okay. So, to be fair, yeah, we do have a lot of communities in the United States that are impoverished. You know, there's lots of them, unfortunately. And there are people that are homeless and living on the streets and whatnot. Right. But we are not a third-world country, or so I thought, until just now. And now I'm questioning everything.
0: Well, we have a gigantic, in certain parts of this country, because of the way they're governed, we have a gigantic homeless problem, i.e. California. Yeah. But it's sad that countries like that...
1: Are thinking that we are those countries.
0: Well, not just that, but it's sad that countries like that are trying to come to our aid when we obviously, the way our government spends money, Mm -hmm. have the money to aid ourselves, Mm -hmm. to take care of our own. And we don't do it. We don't do it. We'd uh, rather spend money on frivolous things. um, And... It it's just the, you blew my mind just then. I I, look, about...
1: I watched all those videos, and there were videos of you know of them. It was subtitled, of course, because it was from their country, their own countries. But I watched these videos, these little ads, and it's like these kids, you know, with the American flag, and they're sad because they're starving or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, is that how they see us?
0: And that's quite possible. Well, and, or and... or um, it's either that, or that's how they want. Or it's propaganda.
1: It is propaganda, absolutely.
0: Um, So what we're saying, you're saying is it's not a legit charity?
1: It's a legit charity, but in my opinion, it's it's propaganda. Because, okay, so let's just put aside our pride for a minute. Let's say these countries are helping us and they are donating, you know, the people that are watching these ads are making these donations to this foundation. Well, where the fuck is that money going?
0: Right. You know? Yeah. That's That's why
1: I said I think it might be propaganda. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because... If that was the case, if we're getting aid from not just our local communities, but from other countries as well, yeah, then like, where is this money being as, filtered to? As,
0: as we've gotten deeper into this, at first I thought, oh, they really do pity us. Now I'm wondering if that's... But we do have that problem. What I'm wondering is is that, is that propaganda? Is their government taking is their government taking all that money if well, people I, donate that, it?
1: I don't know. What well, it's it's three different. It's China, Germany, and Slovenia. Those are the three. Well, China, countries.
0: China. I would say probably it's propaganda. Germany, I don't know.
1: But I watched all three of the ads and I thought, oh my god, these are these are just like the ones we watch about the poor little kids that you see mm-hmm. without shoes. You know, right? It's. It's it's almost disgusting because yes, we do have those problems in, in communities in the United States. And that, that does need to be addressed, but I feel like that should be on you know, maybe the governor, you know?
0: Yeah, oh yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? Like that's that's not Germany's problem or China's problem. Thank you for helping us, but we have other things that we need to figure out too, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh that's that's but interesting that's, but, that's interesting i, ne- I like, never thought that that would actually be a deal
1: that is a thing and i i like i said i fa- i learned this 10 minutes ago and was almost appalled by it
0: <laughs> I, I think of the uh, the ads that i used to see as a kid suzanne summers yeah telling me for the price of a cup of coffee yeah. You can help a child exactly,
1: in Africa. and it's like okay. So let's say all them, all of us Americans saw that. We're like, oh, you tugged my heartstrings. I'm going to donate. Where did that money go? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like they these. They're country- still starving. Yeah, this eat nations, whatever it was. Um, what's the company again? Uh, great nations eat just in the arms of an angel. Thus is what they
0: done.
1: <laughs> That's what they've done.
0: I like it. <laughs> sarah mclaughlin there you go nice mention here on the motley suit podcast <laughs> in, the, in the arms of an angelus, <laughs> uh,
1: and it's not that you know and of course i'm reading through this this their web page and it says it's not the lack of money or food it's the affordability well yeah no shit sure, we know that We know that healthy food is way more expensive than cheap food. So what do we buy? We buy cheap food. Mm -hmm. We buy the snacks, you know, the two for five bag of chips or, you know, the 99 cent store chips or something, you know, bananas are cheap, but it's like a whole ass dollar to buy an apple. What apple? (laughs) That's why
0: people don't eat healthy.
1: Right. Because it's more expensive. You know, you, you slap the organic name right on top of something and you can immediately charge five dollars or more for it it's like oh we have these free range organic eggs and it's like they're 13 dollars for a dozen why would i do that when i pay 98 cents for the exactly. you know the fertilized ones or whatever the that, fuck The they are. health
0: food people are always like <clears throat> it's better to have eat the organic option and they always say if you can afford it if you can because... afford it <laughs> Because you can't. You literally can't.
1: So I don't think that they should be pouring money into this company to help us be able to eat healthier. I think that they should be more, well, not the co- countries, but we should be more focused on why the fuck do they get to charge us more for the organic name or the gluten free name? Mm-hmm. You know, I know people that, you know, that ha- have gluten intolerances, like legitimate gluten issues, but they have to spend so much money on food. For themselves, because it says gluten free on it, so Mm -hmm. then they charge them more for those things. It's ridiculous.
0: Oh, the entire system is screwed up in this country. It's so messed up, and it's 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 set up to screw you. Is what it is. Well, even Spaghettios
1: now cost too much. You got to get the cheap ones, the O's or whatever.
0: <laughs> Scatios. The
1: Skettios for thirty-five cents instead of the, the, the actual. You SpaghettiOs. can't get Fruit
0: Loops. You got to get Fruit Hoops.
1: Yeah, the hoops are ninety-nine cent. The loops are three dollars. You know which one I'm going with.
0: <laughs> you got the hoops and you got the loops. <laughs> what are you going to do with right. 99 and, cents?
1: But no, I wanted to drop that on everybody's ears and I encourage you to go watch these videos cuz th- this is a legitimate company with legitimate ads and it's s- disturbing to me, it's startling that we have we as a country have come down to people having pity on us and we're in their commercials.
0: And when we close out this podcast,
1: like I I, rec- I actually want well, to we'll say one more thing before you mm-hmm. close this out. So um, no, and I'm closing if, it out. If, now. if they were if they were going to pity us, pity us by our leadership, not the fact that we oh, can yes. afford good food. Ooh, we can yeah. afford cheap food, you know. Even Ooh, with folks yeah. on food stamp, can afford cheap food too. You know, they're just like us. They ain't buying the steak dinners and such unless they can make six figures a year or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but pity us by our leadership, not by our lack of nutrition. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, close this up. Sorry. Oh uh, I'm not, oh, no, I thought I'm you were not close done yet.
0: Up. No, 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 no. I'm How kept... about uh do you have something else?
1: I am done. You're I done? had I had my two articles I wanted to talk about, and that was that was the ed- that's the end of mine.
0: Alright, I have a couple of things. Firstly, let's talk about evil horrifically evil punishments throughout history. Assyrian prisoners of war were flayed. Flayed? Yes.
1: Like cut in half flayed?
0: No, like their skin was removed.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Isn't that awful?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I thought you were saying like filleted.
0: One of the kings recorded his victory over one city that resisted his conquest, and Mm -hmm. here is his quote. I flayed as many nobles as had rebelled against me and draped their skins over the pile of corpses. Damn. Some I spread out within the pile, some I erected on stakes upon the pile. I flayed many right through the land, my land, and draped their skins over the walls. That guy, kind of a sick fuck.
1: He sounded pretty proud of his (laughs) achievement. Yeah. I mean, weird flex, but okay.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I don't
1: know that I would like to have a have an interview with that guy or anything <laughs> whoever whoever wrote this article or had that interview with said person you know kudos to them because I couldn't do it maybe behind bars you know when I know I'm safe yeah. like I would interview Ed Gein but that would only be if I could be like on the other side of his cell really far away from him but I would love to interview him you know kind of a deal
0: mm, yeah 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 <clears throat> Like interviewing Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, right. But there's got to be the plastic. There's got
1: to be, yeah, like maybe, yeah, just enough for me to be able to have an interaction with him but not really have him look at me because he'd be afraid to escape and hunt me down, you know? Yeah. Don't look at me.
0: I like my epidermis.
1: Yeah, I like like my skin (laughs) attached to my body. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.
0: The Vestal Virgins were the priestesses to Vesta, the goddess of home and hearth, and held one of the most important religious roles in Rome. They acted as religious symbols of Rome, as well as representations of the city and its citizenry. As such, Vestal virgins were expected to make a lifetime commitment to the role and the rules that come with it. The Vestals had to remain abstinent from sex their entire lives. They were expected to remain a symbol of purity for as long as they were to remain both pure and unharmed, so will the city they signify. The role was not taken lightly, for if any Vestal Virgin were to break her oath, she was executed as a sacrifice. Wow! Jesus. Because of the symbolic and sacred aspect to the Vestals, if one broke her vow of celibacy, many perceived her as a former, pu- as a former purity now tainted. No one wanted to be responsible for her death and become tainted themselves. So the solution was to bury the Vestal alive oh my and God. allow nature to kill her. No. The Vestal was paraded around the city until she was brought to a small chamber by the Gate... <clears throat> Given only a lamp and a small amount of food, she was then sealed in and left to die. (laughs) So, there's that story.
1: (coughs) Jesus H. So, they they gave her food to survive. A small amount. So, she could survive
0: long enough to die.
1: Right. It's like, wow, this is the end of my life. I have enough food here to last me a day, and then I'm going to die. Wonderful. Could you imagine? I mean, starving to death? You know, that would take... A while yeah. that take a long while. Yeah, and then, and that's not like that's not like a couple days. And do you think you
0: would if you're sealed in? Do you think you would starve or suffocate first?
1: Oh, you're right. Suffocation would probably do the, do Do you? And you're yeah. right. Was well, and they said either she, way, it's horrific. Well, it's horrific. But they also she you said they had a lamp. Yeah, it's pro, that probably. Well, I'm guessing it'd be a candle mm-hmm. lit lamp. So yeah, yeah, your oxygen would deplete. You would. Die from, yeah, yeah, Yeah. oh my god, (laughs) I can't, no, no thanks.
0: Medieval murderers were broken on the wheel. Breaking on the wheel, a.k.a. breaking with the wheel, was a form of punishment primarily used in Western Europe during the early modern period to penalize murderers or thieves. Though the specifics were different from region to region, the condemned was generally tied to a wheel or cross, then struck with either a wooden wheel or an iron bar. Depending on the desired amount of pain inflicted before the death blow, the executioner chose where to strike. If he was feeling merciful, the executioner started at the neck. But if not, he began striking at the condemned's legs. Wow. So yeah. Fun stuff.
1: It makes me wonder, you know how like you you've mentioned the executioners there, mm-hmm. you know, and some of them obviously took pleasure in causing people you know, conflicting pain on others. I'm wondering if uh, our serial killers are reincarnations of, the, of the, these folks.
0: Hey, You could know could be. Could be. Yeah. Like
1: some of them become dentists, Fucking some of them sadists. become serial killers. Either way, they're a Either sadist. Either way, they're a sadist.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'll be a dentist.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, little chap of
0: orders there came out of me. During the 80, this is about the Dutch. During the 80 Years War, Northern Holland Governor Dietrich Sonoy used torture to legitimize and strengthen his authority over the region he arrested eight men and charged them for a conspiracy to burn down a number of villages in holland for one of the condemned v- victims nanning Kapuzen, sonoy put him on the rack and placed rats on him under a ceramic vessel he put hot coals on the vessel.
1: Oh Jesus, yeah. I've heard and with nowhere one.
0: else to run from the heat, the rats burrowed into his body.:
1: Yep, I've heard of this one.:
0: Sonoy then put the hot coals into Kaposin's wounds through this method of torture. though this method of torture is prevalent in movies and popular culture, there are not many cases where this method was actually used. <sighs> boy, oh boy. No thanks. Uh let me see. Nope. Not that one. Not that one? No, I was just trying to find ones that, you know, aren't like, you know, okay, the Romans were crucified.
1: Well, right, we knew that.
0: We knew, yeah, finding, yeah, pretty much everything else here is stuff we already know about. Mm -hmm. You're not going to find anything new here. Okay. So, I mean, that's all I had. This Uh, is a
1: heavy podcast.
0: Other than, other than I did have a story... They have, uh, really quick, I'm not going to elaborate too, too much on it.
1: You change your mind, got something else on it? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I also have an opinion here at the end of the show. Oh, of course. And uh, for those of you that don't want to hear my political shit, this will be the time to turn it off. But what I will tell you is, uh, the story is from October 21st. U.S. surgeons say they have successfully given a pig's kidney to a person in a transplant breakthrough they hope could ultimately solve donor sor- sor- shortages.
1: Wait, so now we're going to be sacrificing animals for our... The
0: recipient was brain dead, meaning they were already on artificial life support with no pr- prospect of recovering, so that they could be experimented, the, the, the experiment of transplanting the pig's kidney into them. Okay. The kidney came from a pig that had been genetically modified to stop the organ being recognized by the body as foreign and being rejected. So...
1: Whew. <laughs> <laughs> that's a toughie oh my god okay so you said so
0: it's a genetically modified pig <laughs> modified so that our body won't reject its kidney and they put this kidney into someone that was never going to wake up so there was no risk i guess you know i'm sure waivers were signed and et cetera. Et cetera. there was no risk if, it, if the kidney was rejected the kidney was not rejected so the human body accepted the pig kidney.
1: So is that how we're going to farm pigs now? Is to a, make, make kidneys? That's a
0: good question. Well,
1: I mean, okay, let's think of the morality of it. Okay, I I get. Hey, you know we're make we're trying to make advancements in you know implants and such for humans, but mm-hmm. there there's animals have rights too. You know, we yeah. we already we already damned them enough by eating them, all of them and a lot of them as America especially as Americans. We're not starving. But um yeah, no, so now we're gonna farm pigs to make kidneys
0: mm-hmm.
1: in this highly experimental project. And yes it can save many, many human lives. Well, but well, but that part the their their subject was essentially dead. Essentially. Yes. So it's how, okay, they they didn't factor in. Okay, so we, we're going to do the transplant on someone that could survive. Mm-hmm. You know, how do they know that the person's still going to live? Because even after you do a transplant with, with a matching donor, you have you, you have there's the, a chance that you could still reject it later on, way down the road. Right. Which is why you have to stay on medication pretty much for the rest of your life.
0: Correct. It's kind. Yeah, I mean, it's tricky, it's tricky a, stuff. I mean, a, wasn't that wasn't that their original? Um, Whoever decided to start doing cloning wasn't that their original plan? Like what they thought cloning was going to be effective for is harvesting body parts, essentially uh, organs.
1: Well, yes, that was that was. I think wasn't that the whole part like that? I forget what the, what it's called, but the Dolly project, you know, yeah. I forget what that was actually called, but yeah, they were they were trying to clone to, you know, so they could be able to clone organs. I'm pretty pretty sure that was the answer for that.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's that. You can call it medical advancement. You can call it playing God. I don't know. I
1: feel like that's kind of butchery. It it might be. I know it. I'm sure I'm confident that they think that they're doing a medical advancement. But I kind of, I feel like that's butchery.
0: I, I, I've never been, um, I I mean, I'm not religious. So there's nothing, there's nothing religious here. Uh, when I say this, I, and I, I, almost tend to agree with you because as you know, I don't dig on the cloning thing. I think when you mess with nature like that, there's a certain point. You know, I I I I'm glad that we have medicines that help people and et cetera, et cetera, and we've become advanced in that manner of a society. But there's some stuff you just I don't know. You're it's it's too much. Yeah, it's too much messing with nature, and eventually we're gonna reap something you reap what you sow i don't like the
1: idea of animal testing anyway so that that definitely crosses that line Mm -hmm. you know that's i feel like that that's too far like did i don't know do pigs have multiple was it a kidney is that what this was yes okay do they have multiple kidneys i don't know see that you know like does it have one kidney did they kill a pig i I have no idea right but i'm that's not the point the point is is now are we going to start cloning again Mm mm-hmm and then we're gonna get we're gonna get genetically altered kidneys in human bodies that are gonna defect, anyway.
0: And yeah, yeah.
1: I just I don't know because you know the Dolly let like live what nine months or something I think like, so like the the one that survived and how I forget how many of them they went through before they actually found one that wasn't mutating. It
0: like, was at least nine or ten.
1: It was there were several and I can't remember. That was years ago that I had to do a paper on that. But yeah, that's. Yeah, <laughs> it's too it's too far. It's, it, mm, like if, if you would have read that article and said, "Hey, they've come up with a way to like do a three D printer of a kidney and it's working." Right? Hey, fantastic! Yeah. Those are you know resources no that no
0: living organism was right. harmed. No, nothing
1: this. was harmed in the making of this liver. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's too much when they start investigating other yeah. other species. You know, other critters. Yeah
0: um speaking of too much too far crossing the line at this point if you don't want to be mad at me for something political i say shut off the podcast thank you for joining us have a good day we'll see you okay i think i've given people ample time to shut the shit down right
1: i thought we already talked about the politicals when just now
0: no that wasn't the political oh jesus no
1: Oh, well, all right. Well, if any of y'all are cutting out, see y'all later.
0: Yes, I'm now going to talk about traitors. I'm going to talk about something that I watched that made me literally sick at my stomach. That doesn't happen to me very often.
1: Is this about that concert? No. Because that made me sick to my stomach. But okay, you go ahead. No.
0: I watched a documentary on HBO Max called Four Hours at the Capitol. And it was about the insurrection on January the 6th. And again, I'm telling you, if you do not want to hear my opinion on this, if you think that we can't be friends after I say anything that I'm about to say, you should turn this off. The people that stormed the Capitol on January 6th will walk around. These stupid people, these ignorant people will walk around and they will call themselves patriots. You are the opposite of fucking patriots. And you know, you watch that on the news. And what you got to see was people outside, and you got to see pretty much what was going on outside. There were still photos and a little clips of what was going on once they got into the, um, into the, the the actual Senate chamber or the House chamber or whichever chamber, both of them, I think. But anyway, this documentary actually shows. Police body cam footage. Mm -hmm. This documentary shows all the security cam footage from inside the Capitol. It shows uh, streams from people that were part of the group of morons that stormed the Capitol. And I want to tell you, you, those people are not patriots. What they did that day, first of all, they tried to overthrow the government. And they will say, this is our house. Yes, but that's not how the fuck we, we do it here in this country. This is how they do it in, in underdeveloped nations like Haiti or the Sudan where warlords just come in and you don't know who's in charge from week to week. That's not how we do it here. We don't do it that way. We have elections. I don't, I, I, I hated Donald Trump. I don't like Joe Biden. But Joe Biden won the election, so shut up about it. That's how it works. But here's the two things. There's two or three things that made me really, really like physically ill watching this. Firstly, people have, have this question about how, how these people were able to get past the Capitol Police and into the Capitol. And it really wasn't, if you watch this video, you understand it wasn't a a failure of the Capitol Police, it was literally the fact that there were only like 40 or 50 of them, maybe Right. against 15,000 people. Right, right. And they were overwhelmed. Like one of the cops, you can see them, and you can see the fear in the cop's eyes. And you can see, because there's one that, that makes it all the way into the, the chamber with these QAnon fucks and these morons. And he said, he said, he said, he said on the documentary, I'm looking around the chamber and and, and, and it, none of my other cops are with me. They're all, as things have, have escalated somehow, some way, they're all back there somewhere. And it's literally just me and all these people inside this chamber.
1: That's frightening.
0: What can I do? He's like, I, I barked out a couple of orders or whatever. They didn't listen and I didn't enforce it. Because again, it's him versus all of them.
1: Right, thousands, hundreds of people.
0: Then you see footage of the cops there when they when the people were trying to storm in the tunnel where the president comes out for inauguration on inauguration day, and you see this limited supply of police officers versus all these people and these people trying to push in well then the d c police started to show up and here's another thing that made me sick they They focus on two police officers in this part of the story that were in the D.C. Police Department. And as they are walking towards the Capitol, one of these stupid hillbillies, one of these morons, one of these traitors to our country, looks at this cop and says, you're a traitor. Whose side are you on? Wait, this police officer, not only is a police officer who probably protects and serves you, you hillbilly. Secondly, oh, he did a tour in Afghanistan. And he's the traitor? Right. Right. You're the patriot. Get bent. Then, the and I'm going to get. I'm going to stop. <laughs> watch it. You have to watch this documentary to truly understand how traumatic it was and what that day was like. Um, eventually, the Virginia State Police showed up too. And you can see the camaraderie with the police officers as they're trading guys in and out to push this crowd back. Mm-hmm. And you know, and they eventually did push them back. And that's when they dissipated because the hillbillies got overran, the idiots got pushed back. But there's a, there's a scene in the movie, in the it's not a movie, it's a fucking documentary, it happened, where the one police officer that I was just talking about that was that was berated by some jack-tard outside. He winds up. He winds up, his partner loses him in the, in the shit, okay? And he winds up out amongst the Cretans. And they took his taser and they tased him in the back of the neck. And he eventually got some... He, he said, I, I, I mentioned to them, I have kids And that's what finally made somebody in the crowd have a rational thought. And they started passing him back toward the other officers. But here's the visual. Here's what I'm looking at. And here's why I'm saying you are not patriots. You're not good Americans. You're not good people. How are you assaulting a police officer while you're holding your little thin blue line flag? How stupid do you look? That's what they're beating a cop up and they're holding that thin blue line flag that's support and support of police officers. How pathetic are you and how stupid do you look at that point?
1: That was definitely an embarrassing day for Americans.
0: Oh, yes. That
1: was an embarrassing day. Like, I remember when we were sitting, when I here, but, you know, watching, watching that all unfold on TV. And I thought, oh, my God, this is embarrassing. This is, it's disgusting and embarrassing. And I cannot believe that we did that. As Americans, well, not all of us, of course, but, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. That that group, that radical group of people. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, that's just my opinion. And having watched the documentary, I hope anybody that thinks what happened on that day would please go. It's on HBO Max. It's called Four, day, four Days. <laughs> God, thank God it wasn't Four Days. Four hours at the Capitol. You may come away thinking a little bit differently about that day. And that was all I had to say about it, but I had to say something.
1: Honestly, and honestly, it has not, at that point it has nothing to do with being a Biden or Trump supporter. No, those people were trying to incite some sort of anger or some sort of rebellion against our capital. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they had either side in mind. They just wanted anarchy.
0: And many, many times during his presidency, I do not like Donald Trump. I thought Donald. I think Donald Trump is a piece of garbage. Uh, and he did. I mean, he did a few good things as president. There were things with the economy that he did were fine. And while he was president, he would say stupid things. And you know, I would always say, eh, "You got to blow him off." He just. He's. He just says stupid things. You know. Yeah. But that day, if you listen to his speech to those people, there's no way he didn't incite that. There's no way he didn't cause right. that. No, I agree. He told them to go to the Capitol, and he said, I'll see you there.
1: Yeah. And
0: we're going to overturn this election, and I'm still president, and blah, 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 blah. And when he's talking to people that are obviously sheep because they believe that QAnon garbage, so they obviously are, you know, a little touched, that's what happens.
1: Well, and then, do you remember, they they pretty much had to beg him to come out and talk to the people. Like, I understand that he's the president, and they were trying to probably protect him, but... He was the only way that these folks were going to stop.
0: All he had to do was send out a tweet.
1: Right, right. A tweet.
0: That's all he had to do. Like,
1: the cease and cease from this garbage.
0: Yes. But he would not do that because that is not his personality. No. So there you go. I've said my piece. Do you have any more piece to say? No,
1: I don't. Okay. Uh, I don't. Um, But again, I I, actually do have something to say. Again, I don't think that that had anything to do with Trump or Biden. I think no that, I think there was a much more sinister you know I guess motive behind that Yes and i I don't want I don't want anybody leaving this podcast thinking that we're picking on Biden supporters or Trump supporters. No nope. we're neither what I'm picking
0: <laughs> what I'm picking on are the people that did what they did on that day right You were in the wrong. yep you are not good Americans Yep. and that's it. Hey, I, you, you you make me sick and I'm ashamed of you.
1: Absolutely. You're All not, right. You were not American.
0: Well, there we go. A not, this wasn't a very pleasant episode no, of The, the Soup.
1: This is a very big downer, wasn't it? My <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: But I want to thank everybody for joining us.
1: Thank you.
0: And we will see you next time around when we continue with more of Zimatle Soup.
1: Next time it'll be much, much more smiling.
0: Yeah. And we'll, rainbows
1: and kittens and shit.
0: We'll try to be smiley next time. Yeah. Au Zane. Ta-ta for now.
1: Bonsoir. Adios. Sayonara. Peace. See ya. See ya. See ya. Bye.